Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! There we go. Alright, hi, welcome to TFLP episode... 492. I am Lucas. I am joined tonight by Sludge. It's actually Phil. <laughs> I was hiding behind Sludge. And Paul. Hi. Where where's your transformer at? I don't have any. <laughs> you, you don't have any? I mean I, I've got a few within arm's reach over here, so come on, Paul. Give up the program. Paul wholesaled his entire collection over the weekend. Gone. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Here. Um, that is not a transforming figure, is it? Sure it is. Look. He becomes a gun. <laughs> that you yeah, can shoot. Go. I was going to say, last week you guys did talk about non-transforming uh, action figures, correct? We did. I, Me, I uh, Anna, and Christian. Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could, have, yeah. I could have added something to that discussion, but I was uh, driving. I, I'm curious to hear your take real quick. If you got, uh, you know, a second, 30 seconds. They're awesome. If you, don't get, if you don't like them, you don't understand Transformers. There you go, hot take right there. <laughs> it's in the name. It's in the name, man. <laughs> yeah, I think our final conclusion and... is listen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think our final conclusion was, uh, you know, non-transforming transformers can be good, but but quite a few of the ones that are out right now are not great. Sure. You know which one is awesome and everyone should own is this one. Yes, I agree with that. And that is the uh, what is it? The three A MDLX Bumblebee. Yeah, I mean this is just this is as good as it gets. Yeah, I agree. More more of that. That's the thing is, is you get that in, and you know nothing against Super Seven, but. I mean, just compared to that, you're like, okay, I'd rather have that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this is just br- a fabulous toy. Fabulous. I, I would agree with that. So, But tonight, we are going to be talking about being overloaded by Transformers. Because I, f- I don't know about you guys. Um, I- I've just gotten so overloaded with all of the releases that have been coming out recently um i don't even know what to do i mean i guess the majority of it's exclusives but i guess we have the 
Is it wave three, two? Can't keep track. Yeah, wave wave two's out now. <clears throat> I mean, depending on who you are, where you are, how you get them, they're in the United States. Yeah, so wave two is hitting, and then like every store has a bundle of exclusives that's uh, been coming out lately. So, and then I think Star Saber. If you've ordered that, I think that's coming soon too, is right? I, At least I'm yeah. gonna pay for that now. Yeah. Isn't that great? I mean, that's how it should always be. You know? I, I think I I personally prefer like prepaying for the toys, but that's me. It's a hard thing to do, but is it not great? I don't know. I think it is. Sounds no, like Phil and I think so, but but Lucas is like a gas. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. Like I I'd, I'd probably rather just wait. I guess it depends on how long it takes for the figure to to come out. I mean, obviously it's it's hard when like all this stuff hits at once. If you haven't prepaid for it, then you're like, oh crap! Like you know, my budget's blown for the month. Um, I know, like, Christian tries to do a monthly budget for his uh, Transformers figures. And he always talks about that, like, just how hard it is because of the way, you know, it, you know, it all comes in spurts usually. Yeah, it does. But I have to say, on this topic, like, there's not really, there's not really more toys this year than there were last year. It just seems like it because you want them all this year compared to previous ones. Like, there were just as many Netflix toys at Walmart as this. Every, every that's, that's Walmart cycles. They get, they get a, a case of deluxes, however many, usually it was five to four. Um, the Voyagers were, there was, there were those they were 40 bucks. They were those two, you know, those multi-pack things, you know? And then there was the leader, like the mystery pack. Same thing as Velocitron set. It's the exact same thing, except for it's not the multi-packs of Voyagers. Voyagers are actually just regular Voyagers. So um, from a mainline perspective, I guess, you know, there's, um, it's really, it's really not too much different. Target has changed their game a little bit. Um, but honestly, it's not. It's maybe like a figure or two more than it was before. Remember, um, Rainmaker set was three Voyagers, you know, but at this point, they've kind of like done a. I think they, they kind of like take on a gift set of some sort, and then like one or two other. But they have definitely like added more with their red card exclusives and the Buzzworthy Bumblebee thing seems to be growing. But that's such a weird lying because it kind of covers all imprints like the site there's cyberverse stuff in it that most people ignore but it's there studio series stuff in it. yeah it's just kind of all over you know it's it's this weird ooze that can fall over anything that it touches it's not really you know set to a is it the stuff line uh, i'm gonna say yes okay well, in the Buzzworthy line, I'm trying to think, have they all essentially been repaints? Or do they have ones where there's, like, new molds? 
Oh, Lucas, you have your memory is so short. Don't you remember the G1 more than meets the eye bumblebee that was its own mold? You already oh, forgot, yeah. didn't you? Oh, you yeah, already I'm forgot. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'd... Best best you know, toy ever made. You already forgot. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but sure. Yeah, I know. But yeah, there's, you know, I, I think Target, Target's where they they have been expanding like what they, what they sell in the main line. So there there has been some creep. But like, look at Amazon. Like they all, they don't have necessarily a pattern, but they like they have a theme, like a set that you can buy. Right. You know, and they really. I think they kind of missed missed the the mark a little bit with the wrecker set. It should be that should be something every Transformers fan wants, and it's kind of like a, a total pass if if you yeah. you don't need any of that stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's it's been like better for me than than what I thought it was going to be on on some of those figures. Uh, and then I I actually ended up canceling uh, the Impactor. One, but then I hear from the people that have got them that it's a really good figure and that they like it. So they did more remolding on that than I think most folks anticipated. It's not just the head, but it's a whole different chest, um, and and the different colorization, the different the different gold and purple that they used really separated out from the other two versions of that mold. Um, so I mean. To me, it's almost one of those things that um, if I didn't have a version of that mold already, I'd, I'd be pretty attracted to this uh, oh, record yeah. set version. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. And then you get a weird dinosaur bone to go with it. Mm-hmm. Well, and a lot of the people that I, I've talked to, actually, that's what they want it for, that they're not as interested in Pactor because obviously we you know, all have, well, not all of us, but whatever, like, fair amount of people ha- already have that mold so one more or another well i mean when your sample size is anna yeah they all want the weird dinosaur bone guy so i I'm i also telling you, yeah phil i also <laughs> wanted the weird dinosaur bone guy and sold my impactor yep and christian was the same way too so there you go okay so the the your microcaster <clears throat> your microcaster um bubble i i realize again that the sample size of tflp should not be like we're, we're not the you know main public or whatever so you know i would say we have a good mix though we have like extreme like just talk about the and this is not the topic but like just like our cast and their collecting habits runs the gamut we almost have no one like right in the middle which might be you, Lucas, <laughs> but like we have extremophiles on both sides, like the the stuff that no one you think no one want, and then the people that just get everything. And uh, I don't know. I think we have a, actually a pretty well rounded opinion. If like if you actually sample everybody at once, I, but, I don't know. You, I mean, I know. feel like I get pretty much everything of the main line, so I'm not there a good go. one to pull for that. And the only reason I don't get everything, everything, is because I've specifically limited myself to stop buying that other stuff i've bought and sold it all so well i would just say we our hive mind almost doesn't exist because there's always someone that's gonna say no when someone says yes and that's that's kind of a fun fun place to be so 
it's funny when I look at online forums for some of the smaller 80s lines like Dino Riders and Mask, and someone will be like, hey, this is a really good toy. And other people will be like, yeah, I agree. It totally is. Yeah, super awesome toy. Yeah, no, that's a good, great one. One of my favorites. There's like so few toys that there's very little dissension of, of you know, what's good and what's bad. It's like it's like that meme with the, the, the buff dudes on the computer, you know, like right into each other. Like, oh, that yeah, that is a great toy. <laughs> like the, the Chad, super positive Chad yeah. talk. Well, yeah, and I mean, I, I think in general, uh, it, it almost you're almost less satisfied sometimes with the amount of like, uh, for example, the art, the amount of RCs have come out. Right. Whereas like, if I only got one RC, I'd be like, sweet. I have, you know, I've got an RC, I've got my representation. Whereas now that there's like four or five, six different versions, you know, you can sit there and nitpick and say, Oh man, if only this version was just a little bit better and that version was a little bit better. And, whatever isn't that wild though that there's that many rcs like to choose from it's just like ridiculous we also just had a discussion of how many different impactors there are yeah and which version of impactor you know is your preferred one right well i, I mean, mean it, i think it's really cool overall that um like we're getting a lot more female representation in Transformers, and that is really cool. Like, I I feel like almost every single like wave, or at least every line, has like a female character in it one way or another, and that's that's a cool mix of you know where you're just used to always getting the same old, same old. But it's not that cool when it's all the same female character, you know, all at once. I mean, I still think it's it's not it's like amazing that there's three RCs coming out at the same time, and they're all, uh, you know, yeah, they're of different flavors for sure. I'd say they're they're all very much their own toy, but maybe that is like not what we should be striving for. Like, like maybe like what you're saying, if there was just one RC every five years or something, that would be no almost better. Because you have, like, more time in between and, like, maybe the fact that there's three of this one particular character is indicative that there's too much product or, like, they're... Well, I mean, I don't necessarily know that it needs to be every, like, five years, but it's one of those things where, like, just recently there's, like, what, four different RCs on the shelf. (laughs) You know, I mean, you can almost, like, kind of pick out the different molds or like, you know, maybe every couple months. Whereas, and the same could be said for, um, you know, some of the other characters as well. Like you said, impactor. Um, I know like a lot of the siege and Earthrise stuff was kind of the same way. Um, so it's, you know, like that is one thing I, I do enjoy about the legacy line and some of the exclusives eras is that, they are kind of picking from different universes, even if it's a little bit different. So, um, you know, it's it's not all like, oh, you know, yay, another G1, you know, pick your character, you know. I just feel like RC is a character that's now been elevated to like shockwave level status. Whereas for a long time she was, you know, she was in the movie. She never got a toy from the movie, and, and it took us to yes, the Transformers Cybertron line to get a toy of her. 
And you know, I think Hasbro just finally realized, oh wait, this is this is a popular character that people like. We're gonna make more toys of her. And you know, uh, Alita One's popping up a lot more now. You know, she's been in you know the Netflix show. She'll be in the new uh, you know Earth Earth Spark show. So she's getting more um, prominence as well. So it's uh, you know, yeah, I'm at least trying to diversify. At least she's like drastically different. In every iteration we get of her, you know, like like she was buffs, she she was the buff jet girl. Yeah. It was like whoa, Alita one. No one really cared because it was weird. And then yeah, we I think the Netflix toy is like so far the best Alita one yet. But now there's a legacy toy. Now she's definitely getting a cyber an Earth Spark figure. You know, like that's like a lot of Alita one. To, to digest so let me pitch this to like i'm not saying we need less alita one like that's cool as hell that she's finally a thing but like what if suddenly in the next four toy lines in the next four years we had a g-axis because <laughs> like it's like the seal's been broken we got this amazing g-axis it's taken 35 years to get here and now it's g-axis crazy like that that you know, like no, like, but that's what's essentially happened with the the figures where the, the characters we're talking about. Well, you've had a little bit of of that with some uh, like uh, the waves of the cool new characters. So you had Drift. You know, Drift was was big, and then was in the movie, and was all over the place, and then Cyberverse, and then Windblade was was all over the place, and. And at least with those two characters, they've, they've faded away a little bit. I honestly would like to see another Drift toy. Um, not that the first one's bad. The first one's pretty darn great. But um, maybe a Cybertronian version of Drift. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, Windblade is another one. I wouldn't mind seeing different takes on it because it's all kind of the same, you know, look and alt mode and all that. Yeah, the time the time has passed. So it's like, yeah, I think people are starting to realize, hey, wait a minute. What happened to Drift? Mm-hmm. I've, like, I've, you're not the first person to say that that I've heard in, in like the past year. Like, uh, we need a new drift toy, don't we? Yeah. Like, you don't hear that much. Lockdown too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, so. Um, you know, one thing I've noticed in the past, it seems like if uh, a character was in a, a particular toy line, like Cyberverse or whatever it may be, that they would hold off from releasing that to- that same toy in generations and in studio series. Like it seemed like that they like made an effort to like not release those same. And I feel like now they're just like, whatever, who cares? But at the same time, I feel like part of that is, is that they have, they've had no problem selling figures uh, like whatever they're doing right now. It seems like it's, it's working pretty well. And so I, I think that that's, I think a lot of the old rules that they used to say, they're like, oh, you know, um, that female characters aren't going to sell or, you know, the like whatever this, that and whatever is not going to sell. And I don't know if it's just the, with their strategy, you know, that they're not making as many individual figures as before. So they just don't care because they're all getting snapped up. Yeah, I remember in the '90s, you know, going and hunt down uh, Spawn Angela figures because, oh, it's a it's a you know girl toy. We're only gonna put one per case because girl toys don't sell. And then of course there were all the crazy variants of that one, which we won't get into. But yeah, it, it has come a long way when you look at 
the new Velocitron set where there are two females in the deluxes and they are not the short packed ones in that set. Well, you kind of have to know, you know, like I don't think not everyone buying those toys knows that's not a a male robot whatever. Not that I don't know. Like, you're right. Yeah, those are female characters, but there's no bio on the back to tell you Like you have you have to go do some DLC hunt down to figure that out. Instead, you might just have a cool black van. I think the other thing too is, is that the hatchback. they're much more likely to be uh, targeting those uh, collectors versus kids too. I think that that's that's the other thing too is is like, I mean, I'm sure there are kids that buy, you know, some of these figures, but I, I'd say that a bigger and bigger chunk of the market is those older collectors and you know pe- people that are of working age. Yes, yeah, certainly. I mean, yeah, I remember back in the back in the Botcon days when, like, this is during Aaron Archer's tenure. I mean, he stated at one of the panels that, yeah, if, you know, this is when animated was out because we had like so animated classics, movie stuff just started, and they kind of were like, yeah, if this character's in line A, we won't release one in line B, and that's kind of what you were alluding to, right? Right. I would I would agree that yeah that. That was probably a long-term strategy, and I think it was pretty sound, honestly. But I think long, long-term long is a phrase that doesn't exist in any toy marketing discussion anymore. It's probably just like, what can we do now to bring in money and then worry about tomorrow, tomorrow? And that might ha- that's, that's probably indicative of why we're seeing what we see. Well, I think it kind of comes back to like what I was discussing with RC being a shockwave level character. Now um, you have characters that obviously Optimus Prime, Megatron, Bumblebee, Starscream, Soundwave, Shockwave, RC. Um, I'm sure there's a few others I, I can't think of off the top of my head that are of these. You know, they are the kind of core character sets for Transformers, and they're probably going to get a figure in just about every line that's done because those are the most sort of identifiable hot rod, you know, slash Rodimus in there too. So, you know, you'll probably see one of those characters in just about every single toy line, if not multiples. This is pretty much like the flagship transformer character box. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Would you uh, can you settle a debate for me just on this topic quick? Would you consider Cosmos a main character? Would you? No, he's not. That's that's the right answer. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's not. I mean, it's it's hard to say because like I wouldn't say he's he's definitely not a main character, but he's like he's like a C plus B minus. Bullshit! He know. is a D or an E. The re- you know what his yeah. biggest claim to fame is is that they actually put him on one of the bumpers of the of of the in between commercials. <laughs> yeah. like if he didn't have that, he'd be a, a few steps and a little lower. Yeah, but I I don't know. I feel like all the mini bots just hold a special place in all of our hearts because you know, like that's what you bought. Like when you're a kid, 
you know, and, and you're bugging your parents for a toy, like that's what you got. You know what I mean? You didn't get Optimus Prime when you went to the store. You got you know, Listen, Cosmos. Cosmos and Wind Charger are like neck and neck for sure. like least important character ever. So like, I don't oh, know. Oh, come on. There's okay, Cosmo, Cosmos. Is... I would put anything like the majority of season four characters are like all below Cosmos. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, but anyone it... from '85 and '86 is going to get a uh, a higher ranking. Right. I just had a debate. Some guy was like crying about. Obviously, the Cosmos discussion is overpowering every discussion and. Transformers right now, and some guys like, how dare they short pack the a main character like Cosmos? <laughs> and I was like, bro, <laughs> what? <laughs> so maybe maybe they I, were being sarcastic. No, they were being okay. very man baby. I would make a bigger argument about the fact that they did um, was it Ironhide and Prowl was it like in that set from Amazon last year. And as an exclusive, I, I would say that that was like, I disagree with that more. And even though like whatever we've had other iterations of those characters that come out in mainline, but um, yeah, like, I don't know, like in, in the Coneheads, that, that was another one that was a little bit frustrating too, because what they did one, one figure in the mainline and the other two were exclusives. Is that right? Well, Lucas, I'm no, going to stop you right there. The debate here is not over the integrity of business decisions here. It's, <laughs> is the character a main character? Is he in the box? Ironhide? Prowl. Main characters. <laughs> Done. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, as, a, as a retailer, you want your exclusives to be main characters. You don't want Master Dominus. You want freaking Whirl. You want Roadbuster. You want, like, the Wreckers and not the Wreckage. <laughs> so, uh, I don't... I have no problem with cool characters being exclusives, man. I mean, I think that's... If, I, if you were making the decision on what you wanted to buy and sell, you would want those. I think Walmart did not realize what they had. They had lightning in a bottle. They could have sold 15,000 Cosmoses, but instead they're going to sell 2,000 because <laughs> that's all they got. Because they were like, what's this UFO? What is this green thing? That's not a car. I would, I would almost argue that it's better for Walmart to short pack Cosmos. And the reason is, is because... If there was a bunch of Cosmos on the shelf, I go to Walmart one time and I pick my Cosmos up and I buy them, right? Whereas if he's short packed, I have to go to like 10 different Walmarts or whatever it may be. And at the same time, like I'm, you know, staring at the same stuff, like whatever, buying groceries, doing whatever. Like I feel like I would have increased my trips to Walmart by... Okay. Cosmos being short Let, Let's break this argument down. So you're gonna you're, you're saying it's a by going to multiple WalMarts on a toy hunt. Are you gonna buy something at every one of those WalMarts if the toy you're looking for isn't there? No, but I'm you more might... likely to buy other things at Walmart. But like, I don't know. This but happens... at one one of those ten WalMarts, <laughs> right? 
Or are you going to buy, like, well, I'll get some bananas at this one and uh, some soup at the next one and right, uh, some lettuce at the third one? If you can't find it, then you're going to Walmart more often. And you're like, oh, yeah. honey, like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I forgot like lunch meat like i'm at to go to walmart again and, and get some lunch but, meat. but did you really forget lunch meat or are you lying to your wife and you're going in there to find a toy and if you find it if you don't find it you leave i mean i, I don't know maybe i'm just like somehow subconsciously forgetting items on the shopping list <laughs> so come back listen paul most walmarts are like 25 minutes apart that is plenty of time to finish a bottle of Mountain Dew and to need to get a new one when you hit up the next store. You know, I've bought a few Red Bulls at different Walmarts, yeah. so you're not wrong. I'm just like, I don't think I don't think Walmart's strategy is like let's get people to go to multiple stores in one trip and make more money. Like it's not that's not how it works. <laughs> I, I okay. Anyway, we're getting off base a little bit, I think. I, we, yeah. I, wait, wait. Isn't this pretty much like what we always do? Yeah, I guess there's not really a topic here. Like, well, that no, and I then mean, we always have. Then we also always have the discussion that we get off base and we always get off base. So not only are we repeating ourselves, but we're repeating our commentary about how we are repeating ourselves. It's meta. Uh, well, so I don't even know, like, as far as the Transformers overload, uh, you know, comment and topic, I guess it's probably impossible for retailers to really, um, line up a lot of their, uh, exclusives and, and all that. Um, and a lot of times they're doing it based on the resets, I guess. Right. Yeah. Is like when, when these things come in. But darn, I mean, it just it just seems crazy that, um, you know, like it's it's just really like it almost feels like it can be too much, you know. Like if and obviously you could be a normal person and not buy everything, um, but uh, but yeah, for for those people that aren't. Well, if you think if you go ahead, I think the solution here, and this is whether we're talking about Walmart or Target or Amazon or, or, or Hasbro themselves, is they just need to check with me first. Like, what time are they doing their announcements? How much things are going to cost? How much toys they're going to put out at what time? And what characters are going to do? Just check with me first, and then we'll be okay. Clear my schedule first, and then, uh, yeah, then I'll, then I'll watch your, uh, your, your live stream on Pulse. Holy shit. I just saw in the chat someone mentioned there's a new MP that got revealed today. Is this on? Oh, really? Or not revealed, what? but like there's a listing on BBTS for a masterpiece burnout, which is one of the the figures from uh, what's it called? Speedy V. <laughs> yeah, Speedy V. I'm gonna call it that from now on. Yeah, that's crazy. MP53 plus B die a burnout. Should probably uh, who was that? That was uh, was, uh Ron. Ron. It was Ron with the with the banger. Oh, and he said MPM Starscream repaint is up too. Yeah, but, well, the, the masterpiece, the masterpiece one. I mean, I like they they have no info, so it's just a blue logo. 
Okay. It's cool. Yeah, Didn't know that before. Year of the Black repaint, baby. We got Dark Amber, Leo Prime, and Dial Burnout. Uh, I, I sorry to derail us there because I totally forgot where we were going. I had a question though, like to maybe keep us on topic. Like, if there's too much, which even though I said, even though I started this off saying there's the same amount as last year. I'm just talking mainline, but there's a lot of every year the brand expands. It has for, you know, for many years. Now we got a new movie coming. So it's going to, it's going to bulge again. But like, what could we, what, what, what should like retail, what, what should end? What should not be here anymore to keep, to, to narrow us back a little bit to like just the best stuff. Well, I mean, I think, that uh the number of exclusives i i feel like that there's and again i guess that that waxes and wanes as well that there's been periods where they've had a ton and then like they've kind of cut back and so that's where i kind of feel like like the regular retail releases like those those are pretty consistent um but i do feel like the exclusives in general that the amount of them it is really increased and i could be completely wrong on that but i guess it just go to tf wiki and like look at year by year and line by line but it's definitely i mean it's definitely increased but you know, we haven't had the gen they, they pulled back a little bit on the generation selects and it makes me wonder if like the gen select stuff is just the fallback if retailers don't if don't don't bite on stuff now. Yeah, toy colored pterosaur screams Gen Select kind of figure. Um and it's a target exclusive. It has no place in the buzzworthy bumblebee line, but you know Yeah, I mean everyone knows not? about pterosaur and bumblebees, you know, just, just lifelong hatred of each other. Romantic relationship. I mean, they are the will they won't they of of Transformers <laughs> Universe. They are the Jim and Pam. Of Transformers fandom. Yeah. Um, what did we say last year at the end of 2021 going into 2022 we were likely to see a lot of and why? Um, masks. There's no movie coming out, so we're going to get a lot of repaints. I seem to recall that, yeah. 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 And what are we getting? Rizzle Pizzles. Redecos, honestly. These yeah. Are not straight repaints. And I think maybe some of where this feels like we're getting a lot more could possibly be the delays from 2021, where if you look at the Golden Disc Collection from Amazon, I feel like we just, like, the wreckers feel like they're right on top of the Golden Disc Collection because, yeah, some of those toys we didn't get until 2022 but my, my assumption is they were probably meant to come out a lot earlier, but just, you know, everything got you know messed up. So in terms of shipping schedules, so that that might make this year feel like it is a more abundant year. Well, that could be true as well. I know a lot of these toys were estimated to come out later than than what they were. And then they're just showing up now. So like that, that could be part of it. Um, that, uh, they kind of almost planned on it coming later in the fall. Well, I think the schedules were made when they still were dealing with 
crazy delays and like the world has healed slightly. And so, you know, it's like, well, Oh, it's early. So what? And, like big deal. That's better than it being late for sure. Cause like, you know, things were late for like a good six months and then, you know, they had to, they readjusted schedules when they had to decide when stuff was coming out. They're like, buffer it by four months, you know, and now now they're back on like a regular schedule, I think. So we're just well, you know, we're getting out of out get, of the woods. Are we going to get a lot of figures coming out uh, around Christmas time as well? I mean, this is normally a schedule. It's like now and then Christmas time. So are we, are we going to see a ton of exclusives then as well, do we think or? I don't think so. I mean, they're kind of, they all do kind of come out in the summer, you know? Well, this is a big push because you've got kids going back to school shopping. So the stores want their, their toy sections packed for when the kids go buy a backpack. It's like, well, let's, let's go, you know, drag mom over to the toy section and, uh, you know, pick out a new Bakugan. What are the hot new Bakugans of the day? And then, uh, you know, maybe they'll pick up a, a red pterosaur. Um, red and green pterosaur. Hopefully not oh. at thirty one ninety nine, like I did. <laughs> yeah, are you talking about pterosaur or red cog? Pterosaur. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Before it was on the one. before it was on the website, that was uh, the in store price. Oh. Which makes sense because it was it was matching what red cog is. Yeah, but red cog comes with a lot more stuff. If you weigh Red Cog, he has a higher mass than uh, than Pterosaur. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like a real black hole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. So yeah, I mean, I, I my guess is we'll probably see like Wave Three hitting right either right before or right after Christmas time. Well, it's supposed to come out in October. That's the the shipping schedule. Okay. But who, so then who then whatever probably probably what we see revealed at PulseCon will be what we get around Christmas time. Yeah, I mean they've already revealed. The, when we say Wave Three, I usually just stick with the Deluxes. I guess they've mm-hmm. shown the Voyage. They've shown pretty much everything. And I can tell you this: there's been some adjustments to the to the products and the shipping schedule. It's similar to what happened either last year or two years ago and um it seems like the fourth wave with like breakdown obviously in it has been adjusted and it will be in january and it will kind of instead of being part of like first year legacy it's going to bleed into weight it's going to be similar to what happened at the end of kingdom where like they split the wave with the new figures it was originally supposed to be a wave four that was that included Slammer and Pipes, and I forget who else right now. But they had to Wing Finger and uh, someone, some other character. Yeah, that's right. Those four were supposed to be together, and then they split that and like repacked some stuff. And then remember, then Blaster showed up in Kingdom, which was like unexpected. Starscream got cut, and they added Hot Rod to uh, the core class. You know, all that stuff was meant to be legacy. So there were leaks of Cheetor and, and Wheeljack being repackaged in legacy and twin cast being like a, a later wave Voyager. I'm not sure if any of that is actually still happening. It could, but 
it's been a little it's a little misty i think like i'm just telling you i think they've readjusted some things it tends to happen end of line yeah i am kind of surprised that we haven't seen a twin cast anywhere you would think. I mean, I guess we still have Shattered Glass Blaster coming out, but yeah, there. I mean, there was there was a, a leak, like a, like a Walmart listing or something for it. So I mean, usually when that happens, it's coming out. But sometimes they keep the product code and change what it actually is. So like the listing will change. Like there's people saying there's <laughs> they're going to release Legacy Straxus, which is actually the way too early previs name for the the. Transmetal Megatron. It's like different stores get info at different times, put it in their systems, and then you know it gets outdated. And speaking of Walmart, Paul, you asked earlier what are some things that we, yeah, we kind of would never do done. without the the Walmart reissues are. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of you know bottom of the barrel. Some of these Beast War ones they're doing right now. Yeah, so, that shit's that shit's gotta go. Yeah. I mean, the G1 reissues were, were cool. I mean, it's, it's cool if they did reissue some Beast Wars stuff, but, like, I bet they wish they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but th- that same line, those vintage vintage reissues, that's probably where you would see, like, Unicron Trilogy stuff get reissued in, in, as well. So I don't know if I would say I'd want... I wish they would move on from Beast Wars, I guess it's saying. I just I just don't have an affinity to that stuff personally. But Armada Sideways, you are all about that. Dude. Oh yeah, give me give me give it to me. Mm-hmm. Wait, Armada Side? You mean Sideswipe? Armada Sideswipe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, if they released him in like bright red, maybe then he'd be a G1 homage. But so I don't know. It's going to be blue and yellow. Tuesday uh, next week. Oh, I never know when they're doing that. That's just. No, the next thing we have is the uh, Wednesday. They got a Marvel Legends release reveal. Ron was saying next Tuesday is supposed to be the day three, or the day that Wave Three Legacy Alt modes will get revealed, and possibly the last Shattered Glass figure. Ron, I'd like to bring you on as a special guest and ask you where the hell did that info come from? Because they said they were going to do that at Has Hasballs Con. So which is what in October, right? Is Pulse no, I thought September. Is it September? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because they gave us the robot modes, and I think that's one of the. It's SDCC, and they said they're going to show the other ones at at PulseCon. Except Japan is showing us some of the alt modes early, anyway, so that's nice. Okay, so Ron and I, Ron and I are fighting now over what they said at SDCC. Get him, Paul. There we go. Apparently, uh, we we need to pull the panel up, right? Yeah, let's watch it. Let's do a re- live review. There, there you Who go. cares? We'll, we'll They'll show us that copyright strike on that, right? Yeah, we'll we'll get that info sooner or later. I mean, they're obviously not going to not show us the alt modes. No, you just so. wait for Prime V Prime or uh, Chefatron or whoever to uh, <laughs> show it off. Yep. Oh. Might as well see it. It's like what the, do you think of the, the Ratchet? That, or not Ratchet, I'm sorry, Ironhide. You know, the Studio Series Iron, Voyager Ironhide that we all love talking about. It's like not officially revealed at all, right? It's just been, but there's reviews up. Yep. 
What do you What do you think? What's your take on that? There's been some contention on that figure. Giving it a thumbs down from what I've seen. Oh, I, I like Actually, it. It makes me um, the thing. It It makes me not like the Earthrise one, honestly. Like I like the Siege one, uh, but this one, th- this new one coming out, I like the engineering a lot better, and uh, you know the figure, the figure overall. So. I don't like those blue tabs on its top. I don't. I don't know the the robot proportions look funky to me. Um, yeah, I, I'll I'll take I'll take this the the two um, you know War for Cybertron versions over this one just because I don't feel like those versions are designed to totally mimic something from the screen, and I don't think this guy mimics. I don't think the new Studio Series mimics the cartoon Ironhide that well. I think it's definitely the best Ironhide toy of all time, and I wish that it was actually a Voyager. Just, yeah, I, I get it. It's like uh, it's got a super high parts count. You know, it's one of those things where like it's not the size that makes it the price point; it's the engineering. But I, we've never had like a G one Voyager Ironhide, and it would have been cool to to get one. I mean, I guess he. Is, I'm not saying he's not Voyager. He's just I expected him to be a little. A little bigger. I was. That's the only thing that just surprised me that it's. It, you know, when you see the side by side, I was like, "Well, this, you're never going to be able to win an argument with some dumbass that's trying to say, yeah, it's a deluxe. It's too expensive as a deluxe." It's like, well, okay. I mean, the the Ironhide Deluxe was a pretty large figure and it was pretty hollow. Uh, you know, as far as like the whole all the back and and whatever, and so they they took care of a lot of that that stuff i think the only thing like there's a few cost cutting measures on the figure that are somewhat annoying like the hollow fist uh is is, is one of the things um and I, I wish it had more accessories but i don't know the engineering looks neat so i don't know again like you don't have to buy it if you don't want it you can just skip it and i'd agree with you phil it's not like as Studio Series 86 as I would have hoped. Yeah, I mean, they they really nailed it out of the park with Hot Rod um, right. with one of those first releases. And so, like, compare this guy to what we've gotten before. It's, it's, it's a little lackluster. So it's what we kind of talked about a few weeks ago, that they've they've set the bar quite high for themselves. So when they don't, you know, achieve it as well, I, I kind of hold their feet to the fire a bit. You know, and then for for me, a, a scale thing with Ironhide, I feel like the, in my mind, kind of how MPs did it is is how I sort of view um, Ironhide and Ratchet comparing to a, a lot of the Carbots like Sideswipe and and Wheeljack and those dudes. I still think, regardless of that, this will be like everybody's quintessential Ironhide for many, 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 many years. So everyone can bitch all they want. This is going to be one of those figures like. But you have, you know, they're rummaging through bins at BotCon looking for this guy because they were stuck with the Siege version. And everyone that spent a mint trying to get the Earthrise one, like, that's why you don't, that's why you don't do that. That's why you're not supposed to. I was going to put my kid through college on that toy. Yeah, but uh. I mean, like, I, I don't know. There's. There's there's always gonna be a new version, especially like the main characters too. So yeah, there 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 is. It's at this point it's a given. So like you know, don't 
spend $200 for two years of looking at something that you replace. (laughs) I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, just spend the two years without it and then get the better one for 20 bucks, 30 bucks, $33 in this case. Well, what else could we get rid of? The reissues, I definitely agree with you, Phil. Like, as they exist currently, yeah, I could I could bite all that. That stuff could all go. I would say the Super 7 stuff, I mean, a lot of the third party, the official, let's call it second party, <laughs> the licensed material, some of that could go. Like, I don't think the re, uh, the, it's not the reaction. What are the big, the new ones, Phil, that you have the Bonsai Tron? Ultimate. Is that? That's Super 7, but that's Ultimates. Yeah, Super 7 Ultimates, yeah. Yeah, I think that stuff could definitely go. And thats I don't think that's like required buying for most collectors. It's sort of like extra. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe the Buzzworthy Bumblebee line? Like, yeah, <laughs> please, no? I mean, uh, I'll tell you the ones I skipped entirely was that, uh, that wave of three uh, legacy Walmart exclusives. Um, oh, you yeah. know, Sandstorm and um, Buzzsaw, Jeez. and I forget the Cheetor uh, Redeco's name. Um, but yeah, I, I skipped. I skipped all three of those, and uh, yeah, no, no qualms about that whatsoever. Especially after getting that Buzzworthy four pack, where you got two of those molds. Um, yeah. and in my opinion, much better coloring. Yep. I mean, and I more accessories. The- you could say that cut out the red series, but it seems like that's probably winding down. Or it seems like it's winding down. I think that's. I think most people would want to do that. I wouldn't, but I guess if you know if, if things have to get cut, you know that could probably go. But here we are, just we're nixing all the non-transforming stuff. Right. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Studio Series toys now that they've gotten through. I think what are there any more characters from the Bumblebee movie they haven't done that they're missing? Um, so that that well has been tapped pretty pretty dry. Um, so uh, you know I'm sure they're going to be gearing up for Rise of the Best pretty soon with that wave. So we might be just getting you know some of the stragglers from the the the, the Bavers movies and uh, the '86 guys in the Studio Series. So. That'll be one area that, you know, I, I don't really buy the Bayverse Studio Series toys, but I did get the Bumblebee movie one. So that's an area that, that has expanded some of my purchasing recently that'll slow down. Well, I think the Studio Series line is about to get pretty div- more diverse. It depends if, you know, you, you said you don't get the Bayverse stuff. I mean, the Bumblebee movie is Bayverse. So you do buy well, the, the Bay stuff. directed, the Bay directed. Oh, uh, um, oh draw, draw just, your line. Yeah, just as long as he can be an executive producer, just as long as he's not the director. I, I hey, I, I mean, it is a clear distinction. Sure, you're right. I like it. The Bay directed studio series figures. Well, there's going to be obviously. I'd, I'd say a lot of people would separate like. 
the Bay-directed figures from the non-Bay-directed figures. And, you know, we're going to get more non-Bay-directed figures in the near future, obviously. We have 86. And there's rumblings of, like, even different stuff we might be getting in there. Like, Studio Series might have less and less to do with movies than it It might just be, like, something you saw on screen somewhere, you know? That's pretty much what it means now. So are you saying we're going to get a studio series transforming Heinz ketchup bottle that, that transforms into a spaceship? Did that happen? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a mail-away exclusive. Uh, it wasn't a Transformer, but it was a, it was a mail-away exclusive. And the, the actual toy that you got looked significantly different than the, than the Heinz ketchup fighter jets space fighter that you saw in the commercial. Weird. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it might happen. I, but like, if they redid, like, I could see animated. If if animated was gonna get like a redo or any sort of like love, you know, it could appear as like studio series thing because it was very, it was so cartoon, you know, it was so like created as media or something. I guess I just feel like most of those toys were spot on. You know, there's I, I could do with a new Optimus Prime, um, just with a little bit better articulation uh, from animated. But he's he's in the minority in terms of that line because they all looked, you know, spitting image that they get left off the screen. Yeah. The thing, the thing for me is I feel like the animated, uh, <clears throat> if they put that back on Netflix or whatever, like I know again my my kid, you know, they'll watch shows on Netflix and then want a toy from it. So, like, that's where they really need to, to do that. So, I could, you know, the fact that animated is, I don't know, it's, it's between 15, 20 years old now at this point. Oh, that makes me feel like an old man, which well, I it, am. But. It, you know, like, if they're going to do prime, prime stuff. Like they want, they want, didn't they want like Emmys and stuff for that show? Like, the, you know, you know, they have a lot of Hasbro. Like, has pride with Prime. You know, like if you were, were to make some Prime Time Emmys, probably not. Okay, I think they were children's Emmys. Or oh, something. okay. Well, like if you were, you know, they they have done some Prime figures in Legacy, but they're not screen accurate at all. It's it's a different sort of interpretation. But if you were going to get that like screen accurate stuff, maybe they put it in a Studio Series. It's I don't because we don't. They've been vague on how they define it. So, who the heck knows? I could do with a new smoke screen from the Prime line. His his toy was decent, but a bit of a mess. Yeah. Are you scratching your butt while we're scratching my my ankle? I have a ton oh, okay. of I have a ton of mosquito bites from sitting on my deck the past few days. Well, here we are talking about more new toys and. You know, goes against the. We're getting too many toys. Hey, what are the new toys you want to see? <laughs> this is this is pretty much the uh, thing. <laughs> like Paul, we are broken human beings. <laughs> We've alluded to it before, but Paul, just Paul's straight like, out, Paul's we are like, broken. Can you give me humans. some more of these? Some more of this, you know, plastic crack we got going out here. Give me more. Give me more star screams, please. I needed to live. <laughs> oh, 
Hey, I did get to see the Starscream Vault, though, so I, I felt pretty privileged there, Paul. Oh, that's right. I've not even seen that That's myself. right. You did. I took, that's, That seems like a million years ago already. So, yep, yep. So, I've gotten to see uh, Collecticon Mothership, but... Uh... Well, there's nothing good there. But, yeah. yeah, like, Lucas almost... Almost got crushed by a mountain of these. Sitting in a in a back room. Were they graded? Oh yes. Oh nice. Oh yes. Secrets. I, I'm I'm making a new purchase. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, something ouchworthy. Oh. Yeah, we haven't had a, an ouch for a while, right? So here you go. It's been hard. I feel like uh, ouchworthy is is what my mailman says about his back with all the deliveries I've been getting. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I think I've gotten through opening most of mine, but have you guys actually opened all your the recent stuff that's been dropped off or no? I was out of town this weekend, so I haven't been able to open the most recent Wrecker set with the the, the G2 guy and the, the Mammoth Skeleton, and I haven't been able to open my Red Cog, but i was been keeping up pretty well beyond that. I Have I been able to spend time with all these toys and really kind of... Pardon me. Um, enjoy them. Nah, they kind of get played with for like five days and then thrown in a pile, and eventually that pile gets moved to a bin. That's that's not good. No. And then I like see him again, and I'm like, oh wait, I didn't spend a lot of time with this guy. This guy's awesome. Why haven't I played with this toy that much? Or this girl, I, like, freaking love this Studio Series RC toy. Although her her arm joints don't rotate for me on either arm, so I don't know what's up with that. I don't know if I gotta like freeze it or heat it or just uh i don't know what's going on there so yeah i got one um, i really want to open but just can't pull a rick and cut it open loudly on on camera just can't bring myself to do it oh there you go so pretty so so that's what, I mean, that's the only thing with the Velocitron stuff is a lot of those have been, you know, repaints. So I was excited to check out the Cosmos because that, that's a new mold. But all the other ones, I'm like, oh, cool. Um, I, I will say, though, um, I really do like the packaging from Velocitron. The fact that they package that in alt mode, and I hope they keep that up. I think that with the new boxes and the way they do the windows and everything that it makes a lot more sense to package them in all mode. I have a small gripe with the Velocitron packaging and I don't have any of the Velocitron toys, but my gripe is that they're the same color scheme as some of the He-Man toys that are on the shelf right now from the new cartoon. So I was like, Oh, those are some Velocitron toys. No, that's, that's a Skeletor. That's a Skeletor. I don't, I don't know. It's cool looking Skeletor, but that's not what I came here for. Dude, I hear you. I so I I was going to my, my lo- closest to me Walmart the other day, and I was getting to the toy aisle, and I I hadn't turned the corner to the aisle, but I saw on the top of the shelf, I was like, oh man, they have road haulers, and it was like Snake Mountain or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, exactly. Because you get they that like me. you get that hope. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that letdown. There was one road hauler there, so yeah, I, there I you did. Go. I did get it. Yeah, I have I have not spotted any in my uh in my trips. 
So it's really, really hit or miss. The only time yeah. that I've really had luck is when they're sitting on the pallet in the middle of the floor and you have to take it off the pallet. So. Yeah, I got I got reprimanded for for trying to move things around on the pallet. <laughs> You mu- I, I, mu- I must take you. I, I must take you under my wing someday. I know. Poor but there's I, there's things inside the pallet that you can't see because they're, well, they're you, like, you gotta let that go. You can't you can't go digging looking. You gotta you gotta just scan and what you see is what you see and you gotta like do the thing where you're not. You obviously don't even realize there's a toy pallet there, but you're wearing sunglasses, so you're like and looking, and then you go into the aisle opposite of it. And you and you back up and you use and you scan it like this. You do your Terminator vision, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you can't see the other side, so you got to go around. And as you're doing it, you look at the front there's, because there's four sides to yeah. a square, you know. You're like standing there by like you know women's bathing suits, you know, because that's the next section over. It's usually home goods or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool paint, <laughs> carpet. <laughs> And here's the trick. You don't ask because that that gives them the chance to say no. And you're not going to take no for an answer. <laughs> so you just take it. <laughs> Seats taken. They're like, let, let me help you with that pallet. You won't even have to take it out of the case there. Let's take that whole case. Like, lady, you don't even got to scan it into the system. <laughs> Like my whole thought is like if you don't want people messing with it, don't put it on the store floor. Do it after hours. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want sharks, don't put chum in the water, people. That's what you do. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Paul's Ooh, uh, Paul's th- the reason why uh nobody's getting their cosmos, right? Yeah, of course. Uh so <laughs> what what's this what's this guy? Rick Rick him twenty 220. You got to do the slow walk by and make sure to know what the Hasbro boxes look like. Correct. For instance, the Black Band of Heaven. Toys with Hasbro logo. That's your first indication that it's a Hasbro box. Band goes all the way around. And sometimes they even tell you what's on the box. So, you know, look for that. Like the purple ones are always Mattel or something. Like they, you know, they have a there's branding on the on the boxes. Yeah, so that's how you know. There you go. Well, it's easier now, like that. It's only Transformers. I feel like it's kind of hard, like when it's Christmas time and there's a thousand toys getting. You know, they they've got like three pallets of toys that they're trying to restock. Like that that's how it was at the Walmart I was at. They had five pallets. So oh, that wow. was So they yeah, were probably they, they, they were probably there. They had to be. Yeah. But you I'm think sure they were they just were. you think they were just like in the center, like surrounded? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know Sergio yeah. was there like a few days later and found Road Hauler. See, Phil, this is why you need to have your second job as uh you know, working at, at a Walmart and a Target, you know. Well, Phil, if I'm ever working at a Walmart, just please someone <laughs> find me and put me out of my misery. <laughs> well, Phil, here, here's to make you feel a little better. What I have found in my past week of looking for this stuff, and it sounds like I'm an expert at this. I just I went on a cross 
state's trip, so I got a chance to hit some Walmarts, all right? The ones that have road hauler don't seem to have anything else. And the ones that have the deluxes seem to have override. And they're solid-packed Voyagers, so you still might have a chance with the deluxes if you... I got them on order. I'm not. Uh, I'm you know not going to be crying too much if I can't find them sooner than later. And yeah, it's just just a, uh, just a little bit then, not too much. Ooh, uh, crying. Oh yeah, just I, a little I, bit. yes, I'll be crying just a little bit. And that, that's a normal thing for me. Yeah. See, I still haven't seen any of those Voyagers uh, in stores or or that leader you're showing off there, Paul. Well, that was a. That was a tasty treat that I found. I had to go to a different state, and it just there it was, just sitting there on the top of everything else. I was in a different state this weekend, and and uh, felt it would be a little rude for me to ask my friends to pull over so I can go hunt for toys. It's a he- healthy decision, I would yeah. Say. That, and we yeah. probably would have died walking from the car, you know, in the parking lot to the store because it was one hundred four degrees. Kill, kill me now. Yeah. Well, it sounds like we're all doomed because there's just too many toys. We're going to drown in them all together in one big whirlpool. Learn to swim. Learn to swim. <laughs> in California Bay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, mean, I think it's going to get worse. I think with the movie, there, there, there's going to be a whole new movie line, and there's going to be Earth Spark, and there's going to be Studio Series, and there's going to be Generations. Well, see, that's fine for me because I don't collect all that stuff. So, really, it's really more of a problem for other people. And there's that yeah. stupid $70 RC robot Optimus Prime <laughs> at Target. You mean my my Robeson? <laughs> like your Funko Haslab Unicron? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I I'm with Lucas. I don't collect most of that stuff that you're talking about, so I'll be okay if they do a lot more of that. Um, I think that was a nice thing for me for a while with with the Bayverse toys uh, and the Bayverse Studio series is that I could I could skip those and not feel too overwhelmed. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you were, you're buying all the regular generations, you know, war for Cybertron chug stuff, and you're buying the Bayverse, this probably does not feel like too overwhelming for you. But now that they don't have a movie or a cartoon show to sell off of, it's, it's, they're going to the bread and butter, which is the, the, the chug, uh, chugster pieces. So here we are. Yeah. Like main, main character clamp down. And Cosmos. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, though. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. The quality, the character selection, it's been fun. They, they have not been skimping on that. Like, this this behemoth right here is a phenomenal toy. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, even even with the, the repaints, like, you know, fucking Goldbug here, and, 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 you know, I've been showing them off already, the red Toy Deco Pterosaur. Like, I love this toy. This is, this is so cool looking. Imagine if that gold bug came out first, like before the bumblebee. Like holy shit! Like everyone would be going insane because it's so awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really, it's really under, underappreciated at this point. It, that will change with time. 
I just never thought gold, like gold G one gold bug would get any sort of like proper toy. Right. Yeah. I just no. feel like he looks so much better than, than the Netflix bumblebee does. He, he does. Yeah. So Phil, Ron's asking if your sludge has the loose legs. Um, Mine does not. I mine was the QC on mine's been pretty pretty good. I, I haven't had mine in, in robot mode for a while, so I don't honestly remember. Again, that kind of comes back to this idea that that we've been getting so many new toys that I haven't been opening them, but I haven't been able to interact with them as much. My son, uh, my boys got a hold of Motormaster, and my my two year old was having the time of his life rolling him around in truck mode, and then I went to go put him to bed. And my seven-year-old took him and put him into combiner mode, and he's just been kind of sitting there like that for for the last week. I haven't been able to mess around with him too much. So, um, yeah, I apologize. I, I can't tell you if he's got uh, you know shaky legs or not. There, Ron. Stank leg. Yeah, as, as Sergio would say, stanky leg. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him back on an episode. Tell him to like stop like having fun with his girlfriend and come hang out with us Transformers nerds again. All right. Once he gets married, it'll be fine. Right. Right, exactly. Maybe beg for time to go hang out with your Transformers friends. Right. So. Well, so I guess, like, Paul, do you think that we're overloaded at this point? Or do you think that we're, it's a good amount? Like, yet. There's a lot of stuff. I think I think the toy industry is just. I think that, I think it's bordering on too much, and I think it's indicative of like the way the toy industry currently exists. There's like, you know, the staff at Hasbro I know is less than it probably has ever been in many many years, and they're churning out more and more stuff. Like they they can't. They have to make less per figure of more figures to like get even close to how it was maybe like even 10 years ago. So I think there's less Transformers in like per figure, like on the market than maybe ever right now. But there's, but the way they're making up for it is by releasing many, many iterations and getting you know and, and the collectors eat that stuff up so hopefully for the brand this movie is a slam dunk and like gets people re-energized into transformers i don't think that's what's going to happen and i think again we go back to long term versus short term you know they're very short term decision making right now and i think Long-term play is to just, from a movie perspective, they need to pause and redo it and start over and get rid of everyone that's worked on it before, start fresh, get away from the Bay stuff. That's really risky. They they have to, they have to, this movie has to flop super hard, like worse than Bumblebee, because they spent a lot more money on it. But they've had a whole extra year to like perfect it now. Like look at Top Gun. Like Top Gun, two years late, biggest movie of the year. I'm not equating this upcoming yeah. Transformers movie to Top Gun. Right. I'm saying yeah. like you they've had time that. to do work. Right. Yeah. 
like that, like the Bumblebee movie. That whole, the, the whole, all the stuff all the fans love is, you know, the Cybertron scenes. That was like the last thing they did for that whole movie. Right. They did it like after they like recut it, kind of to to put that in. So they kind of rushed that, and look how good that turned out. Like if they could really spend their time on it, they, they might have a, a hit on their hand. But if it flops hard, I hope that Hasbro pumps the brakes a little bit and gets some real creative people in there to, to like give them a long-term strategy. Because that'll get... motion you were just doing? I don't, that, was that honk the horn? No, no, you were, you were pumping your hand. Like going like I didn't mean no, anything. Yeah. 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 So I I, I just think um, there probably is too much, but I I think they're kind of like sort of in a race to the bottom and from a business perspective right now. But they still have what I can what I consider the best brand in the world for toys. So hopefully they don't uh, squander that. I mean, I think, Paul, to your point across the board, we are seeing kind of a glut. I mean, when you look at the toy aisles now, and it's just like, like being a Masters of the Universe collector, you're probably thinking the same thing. Being a Jurassic Park collector, you're, you're probably yeah. thinking the same thing. Um, Star Wars has cooled off a bit right now because you don't have a ton of media out for it. I, I say that as we just finished up with an Obi-Wan show um, and got Andor coming out soon. But, um, you know, it, it, it just... It is kind of funny when you think about that. When you look at like the toy aisle, like what, how much of that space used to be dominated by Star Wars? And they're, I think, like the smallest section when I see at Walmart's and Targets now is, is what Star Wars is. And then Marvel's obviously the juggernaut that it is, just turning out movies one after another and all the merchandising that comes with it. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot out there. And then you get like the, you know, the really kid focused stuff like Minions and Lightyear that, that pop up and, you know, fill up the toy aisle. So, yeah, there's, there's not a lack of things to choose from. And then the thing I was joking about earlier, like my son's like in the Bakugan and, and, and that's taken up a bigger chunk of the toy aisle. So there is, there is a lot out there. Um, some of it's not for us, obviously, you know, some of the toys are still being made for kids. Um, you know, but, but yeah, there, there is a lot. Um, you know, it, it would be interesting to see if toys R us is still existed. Well, in, in the United States, what what they would look like just like not not the small local toy store not the section in target or walmart of the toy aisle but like what a full big box toy store would look like with all this kind of stuff that's out there right now that would be that would be interesting to see you got to keep the kids interested or it's not or you're you're done you know like you have basically put the nail in the coffin yeah. I mean, I, I do think Star Wars, like, I think that's part of their issue is they, they kind of overdid it, um, you know, with both the toys and the content. And it, I think people got kind of kind of sick of it because uh, they, they'd they have their own aisle. Um, so, but uh, I think it, to me, it's more if you look at the to Paul's point, if you look at what's going on with Star Wars right now, the media that's coming out is not kid focused. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you've got the Bad Batch cartoon, but even that is, you know, older kid focus that are maybe phased out of the toys at this point. So, you get some media, like they just did another Star Wars Lego special that came out, and, and so, but that's that's going to push the kids in the Lego aisle, not necessarily to, um, 
you know, play school, Millennium Falcon, Star Wars toy. Wouldn't it be weird if, like, Star Wars just sort of, like, faded away? I don't think it will. They, they spent way I, too much no. money on it. I don't think it, it could either, but, I mean, it it really could. Like, big, you know, big brands do have their day. Yeah. And part you of the reason that. that Star Wars became so big is because, like, they made those movies and they were like, all right. And, yeah, and, then, and then that was it. Catherine asks, is like, how will you feel if they decide to scrap it like Batgirl? And, you know, the one thing, I, I, I can't remember if we talked about this before, uh, but Paramount, like, they really needed those. Like, they don't have a lot, a lot of large franchises, and so they almost kind of need those, uh, you know, the like, like, they almost need Transformers more than Transformers needs Paramount, if that makes sense. Yeah, because when you look at Paramount, you know, I don't think the Halo thing took off for them like they hoped it would. Um, they're they're milking the living daylights out of Star Trek. Um, so, so yeah, they need yeah, some tent poles. That they're not making movies out of that. That's, you know. No, you're, you're right. You're right. They're doing the TV right. show stuff. But, yeah, Paramount needs. I mean, they're honestly saved by Top Gun, right? That Top Gun is Paramount, isn't it? I don't know. I think it is. But, but uh, yeah, no, they you're right. They need tent poles. Like Universal's got Jurassic Park, you know, Warner Brothers has got Harry Potter. Um, you know, and even that's in trouble. And, and obviously anything tied to Warner Brothers is in trouble right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. And now I mean at the same time, you never know. Like you could get some studio exec that says, Oh no, like we're not going to put the money into that and, you know, pulls it. So I, you know, never say never on, on some of that stuff. I mean, there's people, we certainly don't even have a trailer for rise of the bread. Yeah. When's that? Is that coming out this year? No, no, no. It's coming out 2023, right? Yeah. I mean, they're working we... on that right now as we speak. There are like, probably legions of people doing computer graphics stuff and like decisions being made in boardrooms about how this movie is going to turn out and how they're, what they're going to do. Just yeah. wild. So. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? What pulse con or New York comic con? Uh, when we get a trailer for that, or do you think we'll wait? They'll, they'll even like hold off to like super bowl. Uh, I think that depends on how, big they think it will be because uh it's supposed to come out in like june or july right i could easily look up the date but i don't even care it's in the summer of next year um they won't do it they're not gonna do it at PulseCon. like that is not yeah you're right you're right that's not how that works but um i would say probably after the end of the year, I'd say in 2023 we'll see yeah. like the trailer. I do think you're you're probably spot on at the Super Bowls. Probably doesn't the start of it take place in New York before they move to South America? I don't remember. I know they filmed it. They filmed it in in Canada, but it was supposed to be a U.S. city of some sort. Yeah. Um, and so that maybe would tie into them doing something with New York Comic Con. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Why not? 
It just depends. Like, it, we don't know what, like, the vibe of this movie is going to be. You know, it's supposed to be Transformer 7, but it's a prequel. So is it before... It's after Bumblebee, so it's a, is it going to fit that... If it fits that Bumblebee vibe more so than the original Bayverse stuff, I don't see them doing a Super Bowl trailer. But if it's, like, Optimus Prime ripping faces and Scourge is a scary-looking dude, like, yeah, they could do what they did with, like, Age of Extinction, which I remember being at a Super Bowl party and being, like, in the back. I didn't want anyone... I didn't want to... I was, I was, like, kind of freaking out watching it on the screen, but I didn't want anyone in the room to know because they didn't know. I was at a party where I didn't know anyone. So I didn't want to out myself as the major trans fan. So, but that was cool to see that. You know, that, like, hyped me up, even though that movie sucked balls. Like, they know how to make cool trailers these days, yeah. and they do it. They can do it mm-hmm. with trans- Transformers is a trailer, trailer fest. So... Mm-hmm. I think I'm I, I'm gonna put my money on Phil's idea of it being a Super Bowl thing, but it depend again depends on the vibe. If they're going for like a skirting rated R, then for sure. If they're going for a PG skirting G, no. Is there any movie rated R anymore? They're all rated PG thirteen, right? Yeah, but but you know they like yeah. want you to think they're rated R without being that. What was the Prey movie rated? That had to have been R, right? I I don't remember. I'd said like for mature audiences before it started, but but yeah, there's there's a lot of blood in it and it's amazing. And and if you haven't seen that movie, get Hulu and watch that movie. That movie is so fantastic. I want to watch it again with the the other dub version. I watched it last night and just like I'm 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 riding that high from that movie so much. I'm a big Predator fan, so that that's probably my favorite movie of all time is the first Predator. And, uh, yeah, this one was... I had high expectations of this movie, and it delivered on all fronts. Cool. Zaldron says it was R, so there you go. Yeah. Or does Hulu even... Like, do digital movie, movies released on streaming even get rated anymore? I don't, don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, Anna. Yeah, you're right. It's, the movie was is not officially titled Transformers: Rise of the Bread. It is Transformers: <laughs> Beast Town, USA. Sorry, can't say it with a straight face. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Gotta go down to Beast Town. Beast Town. <laughs> is it time to get that dog on the road? Yeah, uh, on that note. <laughs> um, well, thanks, guys, for joining me tonight. Uh, and thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to Anna and Zaldron and Catherine and Ron. And thanks to Rich. Do you have any other? Oh, I think. Um, let's see, where'd we Jay Holla in the house. Ron. Paul from Ohio. Yeah, that's me. Oh, <laughs> FYI, that's me. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. Not a trick. Well, thank you guys. Um, and uh, oh, I was going to mention book club this week is going to be First Strike, Optimus Prime, and Transformers. So check that out. That is Sunday nights at nine thirty Eastern, eight thirty Central on the TF Talk 
uh, .NET Discord. Uh, and then I was also going to mention, too, that uh, there's a lot of great chatter in there. So if you want to discuss your favorite tr uh, figures that you picked up recently, uh, you can, um, you know, come comment in the Discord or the Facebook group, you know, either one. Can I discuss my favorite movie came out recently? Because it's Prey, and it's awesome, and you should go see it. When you're done listening to this and watching this, go go listen to this and watch it again, and then go watch Prey a couple times. There, there are only 18 main characters in Transformers. Seems like a lot. All right, well, thanks, Is Springer Paul. in that list? Hell no. All right, well, thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Ha <laughs> ha!